0: Practice matters more. Practice matters more than theory. I'm, I'm convinced of that. Both. They're both important. One of them is work smarter. But if you don't practice and work
1: hard, it, it won't matter. Like, there's a good chance this fails, but it's not that big of a deal. Because the expectation for failure is already there. It's like, I would rather you put it out. You cannot improve something that's not released. Because you don't have enough feedback to understand what needs to get improved. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth.
0: No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a Next Level. We bring you five episodes a week, four of which are solo episodes with Kevin
1: and I, and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer, of The Playbook Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was last week's Meetup Monday, How to Level Up Your Wealth. Today, for episode number 641, How I Failed Forward, this weekend. I'm going to move this real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Do what you got to do, Kev. So for those of you who follow me on the gram, and I believe on Facebook, because I think Facebook goes uh, does the Instagram stories straight to Facebook now, but this weekend, Taryn bought us new desks. Mm-hmm. And these desks are nice. These are nice desks. But they come in about 20 million pieces. So this weekend, on Sunday, so last weekend on Sunday, Taryn said, hey, can we put together my desk today? AKA, hey, can you put together my desk today? Because I like doing it, and she knows it. And she said, do you want me to help? And I said, honestly, I, I genuinely believe on things like this. I work better by myself just because I, I can kind of plan it. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. So I, un- I unpackaged this bad Larry. Nice desk. Quality. Instructions, so-so. Not great. Not great. But I start working on it. Okay? And I told Alan this. There was like six steps in setting up this desk. Step one, I messed up four times. Four times. So there's two sides. You put the plat the platform on the bottom. You screw it together. Zip it together. Should take all five minutes. I did it wrong the first time. Had to take it apart. Did it wrong again the second time. Had to take it apart. Put something on backwards the third time. Had to take it apart. Fourth time, I did it right. Nice. Cool. So then Taryn comes in and says, Oh my God, it looks so good. Like, you're really doing it. You're crushing it. And I said, Babe, I'm learning a lot here. Okay? I'm learning a lot about jeffing forward. About failing forward. And she's like, What do you mean? And I said, Well, I... I screwed up all of the first part. Like, I should honestly probably be done by now. But I've, I've been jeffing. I've just been jeffing. And I said, I screwed up everything in the first part. But now I know exactly what not to do when I go to the second part. She said, that's awesome. I'm going to go do some stuff. Godspeed. Good luck. I keep working on it. Okay, the second step, I only jeffed three things. or No, two things. Right? Third step, I jeffed one thing. Fourth step, I jeffed, I think I jeffed another thing. And then on like the final two steps, I just hammered through. Smooth. 80s road trip songs playing. Just jamming out in a great mood in the office. Fan on. It was beautiful. You're a desk expert I'm a desk expert. Where mine is getting shipped, so I'll know what to do. But the point of this was, if I didn't screw up the first part, I don't know that I would have gotten through the second part as quick. If I didn't screw up the second part, I wouldn't have gotten through the third part as quick. It's like, you learn what doesn't work. And then you learn like, oh, this circle has to face this way. It's probably the same on the next one. So you start to see patterns. And the patterns of failure get changed into the patterns of success. And that, like, it blew my mind. Because I've been looking. Alan and I have to do, get to do, we don't have to do anything. We get to do six episodes a week now, soon to be seven. So I'm always trying to think of like, what is what is this lesson that I can share with our listeners? Always. And I was super excited to do it because imagine if I got frustrated after I set up the first part and said, honestly, this is not for me. Like, this is not going to get done. And I either just quit or I said, I'm going to pay somebody to do this. If you listen to our wealth episode, if I didn't enjoy doing this, I would pay somebody to do it. I would delegate this, just yep. FYI. Yep. But I thoroughly enjoy working with tools. It's, it goes back to the past time of me doing it, so I enjoy it. But if I didn't push through the first and get to the second. I never would have learned what I learned in the second one. We use the video game analogy. When you start the game, you don't know what buttons do what. You don't know what tools do what. You don't know what you're going to need for the the next level. Hashtag next level you. And I'm convinced that when it comes to stuff like that, stuff behind the scenes, stuff that it doesn't matter. Nobody sees it. It's not live. There's very low risk that's a great analogy for life. Yeah. Because you, you're not worried about... I'm not worried about failing. It literally is like, let me try this and see if it's right. And if it's not right, I can take it apart and do it again. It's not a big deal. It just takes my time. Hmm. And I think that... I don't know. I've just been thinking of lessons lately in, in everyday life.
0: It wasn't long ago I was thinking about this too. I, I used to play Halo. I know you know that. Oh, yeah. Big big gamer. Big gamer. And the very first Halo that came out, uh, it had four difficulties. It had easy, normal, hard and legendary. And I remember me and my buddy Nick at the time, we used to play on legendary. And we weren't good enough to play on legendary. Yeah. So we we would get stuck at one spot. So there are certain checkpoints. And if you don't get to the next checkpoint, you just when you die you keep going back to the last one. We spent hours, maybe even days, like all nighters at times, trying to get past even the first checkpoint of the first level. Mm. I realize in hindsight what I should have done. Now, I just kept going because that's my nature. I just kept going, and eventually I got so good um, that we did beat the game on Legendary, but it's like nearly, it's like very, for anyone who's played Halo 1, like beating the game on Legendary is like really, really hard. It can take years to do that. What I should have done, in hindsight, genuinely, um, knowing what I know now, is I should have started on easy. Figure out how to use the grenade. Figure out how to use the assault rifle. Figure out what the pistol does. Then I should have moved to normal. Then I should have moved to hard. Then I should have played on legendary. I should have beat the game on easy, then normal, then hard, then legendary. I would have gotten much better over time rather than just beat my head up against the wall for so long. Now I do. I did eventually persevere, and I never stopped. So I ended up being one of the best Halo One players in the world, which is awesome. Humble brag. Yeah, it is what it is. I, I it was I'm great. Just yeah. Um. We we did Xbox Connect. This was before internet, so you had to like hook it up to your computer, and then there was a program on the computer. But anyways. If I didn't persevere, though, I never would have gotten there. I think that I'm willing to beat my head against the wall for years yeah. in everything, and I'm realizing that that's not the case with everybody. And so if you're out there, and that's the same thing as Kevin's kind of explaining, like, what is your relationship to failure? Dude, I'm telling you, even as a kid, I was willing to fail and fail and fail. Like, like to a detriment at times. I was reckless with I definitely failure. wasn't.
1: That, no. This is all learned for Yeah, this is not natural for me.
0: So, I... Most people would have stopped playing Halo. They would have been like, I don't like that game. For me, I had no tr- – dude, I failed my first engineering course. My very first electrical and computer engineering course, I failed after getting straight A's in high school. And now in hindsight, it's like, of course I'm going to keep going. I literally wasted like $4,500 on that class because it's – they call it no record. Basically, if you fail, there's just no record. It's like it didn't exist at WPI, which, thank God, yeah, so right? I'd have F on my you know report cards. Or not my report cards, my GPA. But what I'm realizing about myself is that that level of perseverance was always so high that after that failure, I just went to the smartest kids I could find and we we got together. I persevered, but I think that what would have been much smarter is probably, like I said, play uneasy, then normal, then hard, then legendary. And I think for most people, that should be the approach because you probably will quit the game long before you become any good at it. And I think that's what you're kind of saying. It's like, what if you, what if you had just, ah, this isn't for me. Yeah. Right. You would never have learned the lesson.
1: No. And I think going back, like what you said, okay, when it comes to you playing Halo on the hardest setting, you took messy action in something that was higher risk. Like you took messy action by saying like, yeah, I'm just going to figure it out. But you chose to do it on the hardest setting. Yeah. Where if you're listening to this. So what we've realized is we have a lot of emotionally driven listeners. Most people are emotionally driven. So statistically out of our listeners, probably 75 or 80% of them is uh, are emotionally driven. For sure. Messy action will be the key to you succeeding at a higher level. Mm-hmm. Because 9 times out of 10 you're not going to feel ready. The circumstances aren't going to be right. Right? Like I do believe that is one of our superpowers, the team's superpowers, but all of the emotionally driven people who have taken success to another level, I believe that they're just really good at taking messy action. Yeah. So I had two people... I think people, we've changed
0: their relationship with failure too. For sure. That's the other thing. Even Jeffing forward, it's like
1: it's right. funny. Yeah, it's the culture. It's like fun, yeah. But, but I that. also believe that messy action is almost your... This is probably going to fail. Probably. Like there's a good chance this fails, but it's not that big of a deal. Because the expectation for failure is already there. It's like, I would rather you put it out. You cannot improve something that's not released. Right. It just doesn't or work. Or you won't. You probably won't. You probably won't. Yeah. Because you don't have enough feedback to understand what needs to get improved. I had a call with one of my clients. And she basically said, yeah, my intro, I redid my intro, but it's a little bit too long. And there's some, There was a couple things. And she's like, what do you think I should do? And I said, honestly, release it. Like... Just release it. It's not a big deal. In the grand scheme of things, not going to matter. Yeah. Like nobody's going to remember your your intro is a minute and 30 versus a minute yeah. or 30 seconds. So we released it and now we'll, I said messy action. I said just understand I will always err on the side of messy action with the understanding that this will not Jeff your brand. Right? This It's not going to make that big of a, a deal. Okay, Alan and I are doing six episodes a week right now. Currently, as you're listening to this, our intro says we're doing five. Yeah. That's on
0: us. Yeah. And and we've known that for at least two weeks yeah. and not been able to But get for it done. me,
1: it's like, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Like, honestly, it's a bonus. You guys will get a bonus episode. You won't be expecting it. It's, like, it's a win-win. <laughs> right. Right? But that's messy action. And messy action is what I did this weekend. I just sat down and said, I'm going to try to do it. And you can use this with, with any example. My speaking career is messy action. Mm-hmm. My podcasting career is messy action. Almost everything I've ever done, like when I was 16, I stumbled into a gym and started working out. It was just messy action. I was like, let me go see what this is like. And I do believe that if you're emotionally driven, the best way to get over the fear of failure or jeffing is to take messy action with the understanding that this probably is not going to go ideally, but it's not that big of a deal. Almost nothing will go ideally. Right. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Uh, But you don't know that unless you do it. Right. Right. Because you have it in your mind that it should go a certain way. Like on it, it took me three hours to put this desk together. Genuinely, three hours probably. Wow. In retrospect, that's a long, it seems like a long time to be putting something together. Yeah. But, and would you have even started if you'd known it would take you three hours? I don't know. But I learned. But I learned. Yeah. You know, and, and now we're and talking then, about it. And now we're talking about it. Now everybody else is listening and then when I get the other desk, it's like I already know what to do. Right. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. All this from putting together a desk. Who knew? Ladies and gentlemen, one of the biggest issues for our listeners that we've seen is not everybody has people in their corner trying to lift them to the next level. And even the people who are trying to help don't always know how.
0: That's why Kevin and I created Next Level Group Coaching. It's a three-month program on teams of 10 with all people committed to achieving their goals. Click the link in the show notes for more information.
1: And we only take 10 people at a time, so make sure you get in quick reading
0: atomic habits by james clear right now if you have not read that book unbelievable he talks about a study that was done with a group of students in college and there was two groups there was it was a photography course and there was a group that was supposed to take messy action and they were the quantity group quantity group that's another one of the sayings that we should have done is quality over quantity Ooh. it doesn't actually work cuz mm. you don't get quality until you have quantity interesting and 640 episodes in we know that yeah dude we we're we're now fairly good, hopefully. But dude, you know what I mean? In three years, we'll be like, ah, we still weren't that great. It's just it's it's mastery over time. That's true. So okay, so there's two groups. Quantity group means basically you need to submit a hundred photos. These are photographers. Submit a hundred photos to the teacher, and uh, I'm teaching this. I'm just joking. Uh, I'm gonna pick five of the best ones, okay? Versus group two, and I, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know if this is exact, but. Only do five photos, but make sure they're pristine. Make sure they're perfect. And, and pick them. Just do five. Okay? This one, who did 100 photos, but don't worry, it doesn't have to be good. They literally said the instructions were like, it doesn't have to be good. Like, just, just take photos. You can use your phone if you want. Blah, blah, blah. And again, I'm paraphrasing. What ended up happening, and James Clear talks about this in the book, is that the quantity group ended up submitting way higher quality photos. Because they failed forward and learned so much. Theory versus practice, it's, it's uh, unbelievable to me. The most practical people are always the ones who succeed. It's, it's like a thing. Um, theorizing about stuff is very different than doing it. Back in college, we used to do electrical and computer engineering theory, signal analysis, Fourier transforms, Laplace transforms, all this stuff. In the lab, we used to put it into practice and try to make stuff. I mean, I'm learning, like, up here, I'm learning how this cell phone can go to a satellite and then go to your cell phone and signal analysis. In the lab, I'm making a blinky light go, (laughs) right? And it's still challenging. A blinky light. Right. And it's like, I remember we created a a space heater that had sensors on it, and and it was so hard. Practice, practical. Okay. In theory, exercising once a day, super easy, right? Yeah. 15 minutes a day, in theory, super easy. Who actually does it? How many people? A thousand people in a room?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: couple? couple. And they're probably Olympic athletes, right? See, theory versus practice. If you're out there right now, and again, this is about failing forward, failing forward is, is being a practitioner. One of the reasons I like Gary Vee, even though some of the things he says are off color, it he's a practitioner. The dude just does it. You know what I mean? He's not just talking. And I, I, I think that's really important for us,
1: too. I was listening to Algorithms to Live By. If you're trying to level up your... Your M, your strategy, and your numbers brain. That's a great book. Alan recommended that to me. But he basically said in there, and I don't know what the study was, but the simplest answer is almost always the answer. Occam's razor. razor. There you go. Alan knows more than I do. Uh I knew it was a razor, but I couldn't remember the first thing. Uh, Gillette? Gillette razor. (laughs) But that's so important. It's so important. Like, again, honestly, this should have been called why the action you take should be messy, but we wanted to talk about my desk building. What was the title? How Kevin failed forward this weekend. Oh, Perfect, yeah, yeah. But it was messy action. <laughs> and that's something that Alan and I have really leaned into. Like, I built our first website. It was garbage. Oh, yeah, but if you didn't, would we have... like Exactly. At the end of the day, this is my new thing. This is one of my things I'm leaning into. Messy action matters more because if you're taking messy action... You're probably at the point
0: where... That was really funny to me. (laughs) I I was was (laughs) trying to do a lot of things. If you're on YouTube, you just saw Kevin try to talk (laughs) while reaching for the timer
1: without looking. If you are taking messy action, there's a good chance you're... Okay, hold on. Evan Carmichael can take messy action. Almost nobody will know it's messy action because he's leveled up to that. His quality is already so high. Yeah. If you're early in the journey, your messy action probably won't be as bad as you think it is. Genuinely. Ellen and I could show up in the studio, and we've done it, hopefully you don't know when, and just say, what are we going to do? Let's just hammer out a quick episode. Not talk about it and just go deep. That's because our messy action at a five is higher than our planned action at a ten used to be. Mm -hmm. So that's all it is. That, Mm -hmm. That just shows the progress. So take messy action today. But you wouldn't never get there right because you, won't, you cannot better your best unless you
0: consistently try your best, but you have to actually, it has to land. Very last thing I'll say. Remember, um, I remember in college again, I, I had a bunch of friends, some of the smartest electrical engineers ever, okay? Yeah, ever. And one of them was went to a trade school, and he did electronics in high school. He was, he was in the lab all the time. He was smarter than all of us, man. He was the one teaching us. And we were all, we knew how to code and we all theory because academics like a public school is mostly academics and mostly theory. There's not a lot of lab. There's some lab, but not much, right? We had a physics lab and all that. But, um, he was a trade school where it was only half academics. You know how in trade schools they're doing plumbing and and all that stuff, HVAC, all that. He did electronics. He was teaching us even though he got worse grades than us. It was fascinating to me because he was a practitioner. He also worked for a TV repair shop. So just messy action is everything. I I believe in that more than ever. And people ask me this weekend, like, what are your degrees, blah, blah, blah. Degrees are great. It's theory. Practice matters more. Practice matters more than theory. I'm, I'm convinced of that. They're both important. One of them's work smarter. But if you don't practice and work hard, it, it won't matter.
1: And the people that you see have just practiced longer. Right. They probably were just as bad. I beginning. was not a good speaker. At the beginning of this, I know that for certain. Was I better than, maybe did I have a gift? I don't know. I don't think so. I had never spoken in front of people other than in high school. Right? That was it. I didn't go to college. But yeah. But I mean, other than the podcast. Like when I started the podcast, I didn't have a speaking background. No, no. No, it was just like, all right, I'm going to jump on this microphone and see what happens. Mm. Messy action always wins. Always wins. Next Level Nation. Eventually. Eventually.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk to him about it. Okay, talk to him about Next Level Nation. I I would. So if you are out there right now, we want to get to know you. We want you in the community. We're realizing more than ever that, again, you are who you surround yourself with. This community is going to support your goals and dreams more than any other community ever. I'm saying it. It is what it is. Come join Next Level Nation. If you go to the next level, no, www.nextleveluniverse.com, click on hashtag join Next Level Nation. You'll be able to join us. Or show show notes below. Show notes below also. And basically, in there, we've got a lot of people engaging, a lot of people posting, what they're going through, what their goals are, contemplative things. Get in there, reach out to Kevin or myself as well, and uh, we hope to hear from you soon.
1: Boom! Ladies and gentlemen, up next, we have our Q&A from last weekend, last week, titled, What If My Partner Doesn't Understand My Money Goals? Mm. So these are questions that we got from our How to Level Up Your Wealth Meetup Monday. So maybe you'll hear your question. If not, you'll probably hear something that you have a question on or you will in the future. That's one of the most valuable things about Q&As is a lot of people have the same question and maybe some people are afraid to ask. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. Yes, that is our sixth episode and we are going to do seven in the near future. Uh, Alan and I are focused, so Amy is focused on getting Alan and I on more shows because she's crushing it and we're going to repurpose those as a seventh episode. So you'll have NLU every single day. In your pocket for free. For free very shortly ladies and gentlemen we love you we appreciate you we will catch you on thursday and as always we do not have fans we have family talk to you soon bye ladies and gentlemen thank you as always for joining us for another episode of next level university
0: one podcast episode can change your life forever if you got value from this episode please share it with someone you care about deeply and we will talk to you on the next one